0: Thank <laughs> you. of the future. They've been providing a means for new and betting writers to have a chance for the creative efforts to be seen and acknowledged. Tonight we're welcoming back Mark Simpson, who is the host of Bewitched Fanfare, and he's also the host of Twitch Talk. Uh, we have a very fun chat and um, we talk a lot of Bewitched. And we also talk about why it's so important to us and actually why it's important to all the fans. Here's Mark. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show. Hi,
1: Sherry. How are you? It's been a while.
0: It has. Welcome back.
1: Thank you. Nice, nice to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, I'm. I'm looking forward to catching up and finding out all the doings and how you are and all that kind of stuff. Um how okay. are you? Are you feeling I'm, well? I'm good.
1: I'm I'm doing yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh I'm in the middle of moving, so I'm, you know, a little stressed about that, but otherwise I'm um, doing doing good.
0: As someone who moves more times than most people, you have my deepest sympathy. <laughs> well,
1: I ha- I haven't moved in sixteen and a half years, so you can just imagine after all that time, you know. All the stuff you accumulate, and you know stuff you gotta figure out what you're and you're moving into a smaller place, so you gotta figure out what's gonna go with you and what's gonna get put in storage and what's gonna get thrown out so yeah it's 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 a chore, but uh you know we're we're getting through it, so um a week from now it'll all be over with, and things will be back to normal, whatever that is
0: <laughs> yeah well, yeah, there is no normal.
1: I don't think there is an.
0: It's interesting because uh well we went through a lot of stuff but um the virus and and stuff covid and stuff. I mean, it seems to me that they handled it better in the 1900s than they are in the 20s. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, I think I think they probably handled everything better back in the 20s than than or you know back in the 1920s than we did in the 2020s. So yeah, you know the way the I world mean, the is, 20s, things are just crazy.
0: The 1920s was not a nice time. It was I mean, all people really think about, and I'm I'm as guilty as everybody else is like. F. Scott Fitzgerald and um, the Agatha Christie's uh, *Bright Young Things* and things like that. They don't think about the stuff underneath all the people that they lost during the war, World War One, and all the people that they lost during the um, the Spanish flu. They and you know that there were a lot of women who never got married because there was an incredible shortage of men. From the war and the Spanish flu, so there was, uh, and 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 women started uh, becoming more independent because that there was no chance of marriage. So it was right. just there was a lot of sadness. It wasn't just let's party, you know. They were partying to forget yeah. the sadness. That was the reason for right. all that crazy.
1: Right. Right. But, also, but like I said, you know, I think they,
0: they handled it better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but they also, you know, things were much were way simpler then. You know, they didn't have, you know, internet, social media, all that stuff where you know everything is just out there and people, you know, people just speak their mind and you know what I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. everything. They they didn't you know they didn't everything in the world that was going on around them the way we do now and you know so I think that you know social media is good in some ways and some ways you know I think we were better off before we we had all this I know that you know when you know I mean I was I remember when we didn't have internet and we didn't have all this stuff that we have now and you know, I think I think our lives were a lot less complicated and a lot less stressful. Maybe I don't know. I I mean, I was a kid, so I don't know. Maybe adults did have the stress that we have now, but just in a different way. I I don't know. But you know, because when you're a kid, you don't you don't you, you want to be a you want to be grown up, but then you grow up and it's like, geez, I wish I was a kid. You know, and I'd never yeah. deal with all this stuff. You know.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's also, I mean it wasn't like the old, old, old days of, um, in 1920s, they had radio. So right. they did that international news really quickly and stuff like that. And yeah. there were, you know, there's a telephone. I mean, there was communication. It was just, it wasn't you couldn't marginalize things that it was separated that this, if you like this you could only watch this or if you like that you can only watch that everything is compartmentalized now and that was yeah one but of also I mean happened. yeah you
1: you know they they were. They were getting they were getting news and stuff like that, but but you know it, it wasn't like instantaneous the way it is now. You know they didn't have Twitter where yeah. somebody's posting something, and then you got all these trolls that are you know replying and you know giving their hiding behind their keyboards, giving their opinions, you know uh, uh, creating you know drama, and you know they didn't mm-hmm. have that, so you yeah, know they didn't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there so, wasn't all the, there was ugliness but it wasn't this kind of ugliness. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean and, and if you want a peaceful life, which I do and I'm sure you do too. <laughs>
1: that would you be have nice
0: for <laughs> Yes. You have to be you have to think about how you use social media. Mm. Um I try to be positive. I don't. I. I don't. I. I don't go for the mean stuff or the negative stuff. I'm, all my stuff is yeah. positive. And well. Um. But that—that's you know. And everybody has their own choice. I mean, there are people. There are blog talk shows that are on that have a much higher audience than me that are really nasty, but I don't listen to them. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I don't either. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't need to, I don't want to listen to that stuff. You know, I don't want to deal with that stuff. You know, I don't want to deal with the negativity. It's like, you know, okay, I'm not always the most positive person, but you know, I don't, I try not to post, I don't rarely will you see me ever post anything political. Um, I try not to be, you know, negative and I don't post, about every thing that I'm doing every minute of the day, because I, you yeah. know, who like no, people privacy. don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I people like don't privacy. Anyway. People, people, have know. Their own, people have their
1: own things going on. It's like they don't care what I'm doing, you know? They don't yeah. care what I'm eating for dinner, you know? It's like I don't, you, you, you know, I mean, I have every once in a while posted a picture of something I'm eating, but, you know... I, I don't need to post what I'm having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because
0: nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I, and, I actually you know, don't get that personally. I don't, I don't understand.
1: Either. And you know Taking what? Taking pictures if I ever, of
0: a dinner or whatever. If I, ever do,
1: if I ever do post a picture of something that I'm eating, it's like I don't take a bite or two out of it first, you know, and then post oh, yeah. it. I, mean, that's just a, I think that's just disgusting.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh,
1: but I you don't
0: know. Uh, I mean, like, um I, when my parents were with us, um, and we had their fiftieth anniversary, I had a picture, it was before us, around the beautifully designed um it wasn't even a it was the it was a dessert but it wasn't a cake. But it it it, mm-hmm. it had it was just gorgeous. It was just it was beautiful. So I had a picture of the four of us and the dessert that they made specifically for my parents for their fiftieth anniversary. Right, right. Right. But that's different. Oh, that's, that was a really yeah, that's special different page. that's not
1: you know, it's
0: like,
1: yeah, okay, here's a picture of my my scrambled eggs that I you know, I'm <laughs> having my
0: scrambled eggs, it's like uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and eating some of it's, the scrambled eggs before you d- take a picture of it, so you see exa- things, exactly. the hole in it. Oh, exactly. that was
1: really Oh, I I I ate my scrambled eggs before I remembered to take the picture. So here's a picture of the dirty plate after I'm done eating. Like, and <laughs> so why why do you have, why do you have the need to do this? I don't. <laughs> But you know what, whatever. It's like, you know what? I, I, I don't I don't I I don't comment because I don't want I don't want to say something rude or nasty, you know. I'm thinking it but I don't post it. So I just scroll on. It's just like, you know what, just scroll on. Let it go. I
0: know. I know, I know. If it just makes them just happy, wanted, then that I guess that's you know, birds. not I, my problem. I just, it's one of my buggy booze. I don't get it. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. I I just don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, and, you
1: know, and they're, they're itinerary while I'm going, I'm heading off to the, I'm taking the trash to the dump right now. Okay, okay, so, you uh, you know, tell, you tell everybody where to... you are every minute of the day so that the burglars know that you're not home so they can go and ransack your house. That's a, you know, go for it.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. I I I never did that. I never told people ahead of time. I um, I would say that I I may be going, but I wouldn't say that I've gone until after I came home and said, "Yeah, I just came back from the Zena convention." You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, because that's like saying, come
1: and rob my house and hurt my ass. Oh, exactly, exactly, exactly. And, if, you know, if you're going to do something fun like like that, like a convention or, you know, an autograph show or, you know, a concert or something, that's fine. But it's like, you don't need to tell the world. It's like, okay, I'm going to the gas station and then I'm going to go to the grocery store and then I'm going to, you know, stop off and have lunch so I can... Take a picture of my Big Mac and and you know, <laughs> you don't need to do that. But you know, whatever. If that makes them happy, then you know, I it guess that's all happy. that matters. Doesn't it? it doesn't really it's, affect my life. So you know, it's like
0: I whatever. You know, so it's one of that's one <laughs> of my that's one of my little. I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um I have to tell you what I've been doing because it's just different. I I was in a really bad rut, like at mm. about beginning of the year, and I was, mm. I I love reading. I mean, I love my books. I love watching my classics and stuff like that. But it's like I realized I'm younger than my dad when he ran into his rut when he was just reading his classic science fiction books over and over, and that was the only thing he read, and he ran into it in his 70s. I'm younger than that, and I've run into that same rut, and I have mm. not just my collection of books, but my father's collection of books and my mother's collection all combined, so I have a lot of books. Yeah. And I I just felt bored, even though I love them, you know, and it. so what I did is... <laughs> I started watching movies that I thought I watched, but I never watched, or TV shows that I never have heard of, but looked interesting, or, uh, classic 19, uh, what they call Golden Age murder mysteries, or classic, uh, science fiction, of, but science fiction authors that I had not read. Um, uh-huh. and you know what? I feel better. <laughs>
1: Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. And if it helps you get out of your rut, then then, that, then that's good. I think we all, you know, go through that. Uh, God knows, I, I'm i probably in one now. I've probably been in one for quite a while. But, uh, you know, I, I think, would they call it like, would that be like the midlife crisis? I don't know, you know, and maybe, maybe. Because of the way the world is and, you know, the, everything that we have to deal with every day that, you know, maybe a lot of stuff now that your dad didn't, you know, didn't have to deal with, you know, maybe it did happen to him a little bit later. But because of everything in the world now and all the the, the crap that we listen to and the, the crap that goes on every every day, you know, it's like maybe it pushes us towards that feeling a little bit earlier in life, you know. I don't know. But I think we probably all at one time or another go through that and you know it's good to have uh something that you can you know, fall back on to to help you help you feel better. That's that's great.
0: It's the only thing I could think of. And it actually worked, mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. like um there was this thing on T C M, Turner turn of classic movies for our international mm-hmm. audience. Um mm-hmm. that they were talking of, um I love costumes. I love I love behind-the-scenes stuff for old classic movies and stuff. And they were talking right. about costumes. They had like a mini-documentary series called Follow the Thread About Costumes. And they showed some scenes from this movie called Now Voyager with Betty Davis and Hans Conrad. And I was like, I don't... They showed scenes I'd never seen, and I realized, I actually have never seen this movie. No, I've heard of it, TV. but I don't think
1: I've ever seen it either, yeah.
0: And I uh, so I watched it, and I go, my God, this is a really good movie. What was wrong with me? Why yeah. didn't I see it? Yeah. And that's yeah. why I started saying, well, maybe I need to open myself up and stop watching the same thing over and over. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, no, that nothing nothing <laughs> wrong with that.
0: So I mean and I mean it's not gonna stop me from watching Bewitched or that girl. Well,
1: well of course of I course not
0: Lucy or <laughs> of any of the stuff not. I love. <laughs> but you it
1: know, that, that's the me stuff.
0: so I don't feel rutted.
1: <laughs> right, right. But you know, that's the stuff that you can you can watch over and over and over again, you know? And you don't get tired of it, and, and 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 you laugh. Like I love Lucy. It's like you laugh every time, mm-hmm. you, even though you've seen you've seen to nine thousand times. It's you watch it and it's still hilarious. You still laugh, you know. And there are there are I I don't like if I see a movie um, now. Uh, or a TV show now. It's like okay, I watch it once. I have no desire to watch it again. And if I watch it, you know, and if it's supposed to be a comedy and I watch it again, I'm probably not I mean, I'm not going to probably laugh that hard in the first place, but I'm certainly if I watch it a second time, I'm certainly not going to, you know, laugh at all probably because mm-hmm. you know, and nothing there's nothing there's nothing now that's really that funny. In my opinion, I, I can't even remember the last time I watched something and laughed out loud, something new, you know, something more recent and laughed out loud. You know, I have no desire to watch. You know, I I liked Friends when Friends was on, but mm-hmm, I have no desire to watch it now. I can't. I I don't even I don't even think I can sit through an episode of, of any of those shows. But, you know, you you, you turn on. You know, I Love Lucy or Bewitched or I Dream of Jeannie or The Munsters, you know, they're great. You know, I've seen them all a million times, but I'll, you know, I will sit down and watch them again and I'll laugh. They just don't, they don't make, they don't make stuff now. I don't consider anything now to be, you know, like classic like it's not going to be a classic. There's not going to be a, any classic TV from, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. But I don't think that there's going to be anything that I would consider, you know, in 30 years to be classic television. And this was a, the true. the sad thing about, you know, the sad thing about like Nick at Night and TV Land that they used to show what I consider to be classic television. I'm sorry, but things from the 90s and the 2000s are not classic television, in my opinion, and it's, you know.
0: Yeah, that I enjoy. So it's I good mean, that we
1: have, you know, we have, like, MeTV and Antenna TV and things that, you know, networks like that and um, that are showing, that are running, you know, true classic television. The only sad part about them is that they're chopping them up, you know, so that they can put in so many more commercials you know and and they just they they cut out all the good parts and things don't make sense and but at least the show at least the shows are out there, you know, but now you've got like the roku uh Roku channel and stuff like that that they're you know they're running stuff in their entireties and you know so there's a lot of options out there and there's a lot of um like. Obscure television shows that they're that they're showing now that I don't think that probably a lot of people never even heard of. So it's so, so you know it's it's a good thing. Um,
0: well, it's just but, like uh, uh, I get to watch something that I barely remembered um, watching when mm-hmm. I was a kid, like something like Feather and Father, which was with Destiny uh, Powers and Harold Gold. Playing a father. This was back I, in the.
1: Did you th- see it? The the the. I don't know if I ever saw it. I know the. I I recognize the the title, um. And now that you said Stephanie Powers, yeah. Now that you said Stephanie Powers, um. But I don't know. Um. I don't know that I ever saw it. it I don't think. It was a show that probably ran more than a season or There's so. Did it? Is. I don't.
0: There's yeah, that's one what I thought. It was, yeah, what I thought. It, was so, it was so much fun. It's about yeah. uh, he's a con man and she's a lawyer. And she basically became a lawyer to keep her father out of jail. And basically the whole, it's sort of like the sting and Harold Groove was in the sting. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so it was but like this was
1: before that though, right?
0: So, oh, no, this is after. This oh, was, was it? So that.
1: when was when, when, yeah, this? The 70s?
0: Yeah, it was in the seventies. Oh, okay, I was thinking it, it was, was probably in the sixties, after, but, yeah. but I think it was before Heart to Heart, but oh, after okay. the state, because this was before oh, Stephanie okay. was Heart to Heart. Anyway, it's so oh, okay. much fun, and it's on one of the cable channels. not um the not cable. What do they call it now? The internet
1: streaming channel. streaming channels. Yeah. streaming
0: channel. Um, yeah, <laughs> from my age. <laughs> but yeah, I, watching that again just uh, brought back. Child. I love that show. Why did they ever take it off? You know, I
1: have to, I'll have to. I'll have to find it and check it out.
0: Sounds yeah, interesting. It was, that was before Harold Gould played Rhoda's dad, and before Stephanie Powers played uh, Jonathan Hart's wife. <laughs> oh Okay,
1: so it must have been. Must
0: Mid-70. have been.
1: Er, Mid seventies, yeah. When did Rhoda? Oh, well, yeah, because Mary. Yeah, when like, did
0: Rhoda start? It, it was like like seventy
1: three, seventy four.
0: I think it was like seventy four, seventy five. It was It was before mm. he had started playing that. Did you know that oh. he was supposed to be Anne Marie's dad and that girl, but the studio didn't like him. Mm. No, beautiful? I don't know if I ever
1: heard that. Yeah, I don't know if I Is ever it, heard that.
0: It, it, they were quote unquote too Jewish. The one oh, the
1: really? Yeah. And I and, mean, it's and, and the guy me. that played her father wasn't too
0: Jewish? Lou <laughs> Parker was very Jewish. Yeah, Lou
1: Parker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was. It was just that he looked more cosmopolitan, and and Harold Gould looked like like a Jewish dad. Apparently, oh. um, which I thought was really funny. There was something
1: else. There was something else that I think I can't remember what it what it was what it is. But there was something else where Harold Gould was in. Oh, hap, the Happy Happy Days. He was in uh, when they the the pilot,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: they actually I love
0: had American as style. part of Love American love Style. That. Harold Gould.
1: <laughs> yeah, Harold Gould was Richie's father and then they replaced him with tom bosley yeah Uh so harold gould didn't uh, make the cut (laughs) quite often
0: (laughs) but he was such a wonderful actor and he kept he was in the uh, motion picture home and uh, people would send cars so he can go and come and work for a day and take really good care of it and oh yeah because uh, he was just such a he was in a, um, what's the name of the John Larroquette TV series? It was a, a mystery series. Uh, John Larroquette was one of the people who loved Harold Gould. And he actually made, he, and this was towards, like, the end of the series, and Harold was pretty old. But he brought uh-huh. him in as a con man. Um, oh. And he was he, he great. Played a, good,
1: played a good con man, I guess, huh? He was great. <laughs> you no, know, I remember him. I remember him on the Golden Girls. He was, uh. Wasn't he Rose's, uh, he was boyfriend. Rose's boyfriend, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he did make the grade sometimes. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine Rhoda without him, the Rhoda
1: TV yeah. series. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, and who else?
1: Who else? But, uh, oh, my God. Then, you know, this shows my age because I know these people's names, and then when I try to think of it, they go right out of my head. Nancy Walker. Nancy Walker. Who else Walker? Nancy Walker? Could have played Ida Morgan Stern. Nobody. I, I loved mean, her. She was just she was just phenomenal. She was just phenomenal. I know. I remember in the uh, as Rosie in the Bounty commercials. Rosie, Rosie's Rosie's Diner in the Bounty commercial, paper towel commercials.
0: <laughs> she always was wonderful. She was wonderful in the Million Wife too.
1: Oh yep, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, they don't they don't make them like that anymore.
0: No, we don't. Ha- I and don't
1: think there's really much of anybody anymore that you know consider in that same. I don't know what word to use. That same level of, of you know, genius or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but um, yeah, and, 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 and that's a. There
0: was this great episode of Rhoda where uh Nancy Walker and Vivian Vance were in it Yeah and Vivian yeah, Vance
1: I did you I know see I that? saw it but I don't remember I know I saw it when it was you know originally broadcast but I don't remember it but did did she play Who did she, she play Vivian Vance, was, played Vance? A
0: major.
1: Okay wasn't that Vivian Vance's like last uh uh role before she passed no, last
0: away? No, was with Lucy and the, with the president. Oh, that's special. It's really okay, terrible yeah, special yeah, okay. that they made, which they should never have made. Um, yeah. Uh, Lucy just wanted uh, to bring her, her people together. And I understand that. Yeah. But um, it was... But it was, that, wasn't and that when she uh, when NBC? And that, I was. I think it was know NBC. I ha-
1: yeah, I think that's when they because they did a whole thing. Like, I mean, I have I have those. They're all those things are out on DVD, and I have them. And I, there's one where Lucy moves to NBC, and I think Bob Hope was in that one. And then I think those specials were when she was at NBC. Um, you know, she just she wanted. Yeah, she wanted to be with her friends. She wanted to work. And, mm-hmm. um, And
0: that's when CBS Um, had treated her so badly with Here's Lucy and everything.
1: Just said, you know,
0: I'm done. (laughs) I just helped create this network, but I'm done. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah.
0: But but I think the specials were okay, but that one was just not that good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you know what? Nobody treated Lucy worse than ABC.
0: Yeah. With, uh, life, yeah. With Lu- actually, with life, life with
1: Lucy. life with
0: Lucy. I thought Life with Lucy was actually really cute and if they gave it a I, chance I, it
1: would Yeah, exactly, you know. And I actually I went I was at the last episode. I mean the biggest thrill, one of the biggest thrills of my life and I will never forget it. I was at the last one that they actually filmed. Um the one the the and it was the last one they broadcast too um where uh, uh mother of the bride where um they were uh her Ted her son-in-law and um is Margo I think her daughter's name was Margo and they renewed their vows and stuff and Audrey Audrey Meadows uh was Lucy's sister and um, I was actually I actually was at that filming I will never ever In ever, 1986 I will never forget that It was one of the biggest thrills of my life To see Lucy in person um, I I remember I was sitting in the audience And right down Just a few seats from me um, Madeline Pugh And uh, Bob um, Bob Carroll Was that his name? We um, yeah. were sitting there and Madeline was crying cause, and, yeah. and somebody said they had just found out that they had been canceled, but they hadn't told Lucy. They weren't going to tell Lucy until after the filming. And so Madeline was, she was crying. And I was sitting down towards like the left side of the set and I couldn't see the kitchen set too well. And I remember there was a, a back staircase in the kitchen and that's how it opened. And Lucy came down the back staircase at the beginning of the episode and I couldn't see her. But as soon as she came down the steps, started coming down the stairs, the audience just went crazy. And mm-hmm. I couldn't see her. I was so mad. I could not see her. <laughs> but the I, it was just, it was great. Oh my God. It was, it was such a thrill. To see her in person and watch her work and everything. And I remember they filmed one scene and something happened with the audio. Somebody in the audience was making some noise or something. So they had to reshoot the scene. And as soon as they told Lucy, she just stood there and she just glared at us. She was not happy. I will Mm -hmm. never forget that. (laughs) And And there was actually a scene. Yeah. And there was actually a scene. Yep. There was actually a scene that they filmed for that episode that got cut, I guess, for time. But it was a scene where because they had the, the wedding in the living room and they there was a scene where they were like moving the furniture and that whole scene got cut out of the episode. Um, but and then at the at the end, when they were done, uh, they did uh, some uh, they filmed some promos for like some local TV stations and stuff to air before the episode. So I was just, it was so, it was amazing. It was, You know, I will never, I, I never got to, you know, like meet her or talk to her or anything like that. But uh, just to be there in the same room with her and to see her, you know, I will never, I will never forget that. And that was how many years, you know, 86, you know, almost 40 years ago. It's like, which doesn't seem possible. Where does the time go? But, I, you know, I remember it like it was day before yesterday. Not yesterday, but the day before yesterday.
0: <laughs> that was one of the times I got really infuriated um, because they called, her, said that she wasn't pretty anymore and that she was too old. Yeah. well, and was, it was, oh, come like, on. What's
1: an old She was like 77 years old or, or something like that. It's like, yeah, I that's what they did. Nice. They they, at- they attacked her personally. They attacked the way uh-huh. she looked. And I thought she looked great for, for her she age, too. you know, not having – Lucy didn't have – you know, Lucy did not actually have any cosmetic surgery or anything like that done. I mean, she did give herself like a, you know, like a taped face uh, facelift, you know. <laughs> but she never had surgery. You know, she let herself age and – Um, it's just, you know, attacking the way somebody looks physically is just not right. You know, oh, she's too old. She's too old to be doing this physical comedy. What if she breaks a bone or something? You know, it's like she just wanted to work. She was having fun. And she, you know, and no, the show was not, it certainly wasn't as good as, you know, I love Lucy. None of them were, you know, but she, she wanted to work. And that's what she wanted to do, and she wanted to be with the, you know, Gail Gordon. She wanted to be with. That was one of the stipulations, of, like for her to do that. It's like I'm only going to do this if Gail, if Gail is going to do this with me, you know. That's what she wanted. She wanted to work, and they just, they just, they were so brutal yeah. to her. Yeah, and it was horrible, and 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 it bothered her, and. You know, she felt like the world
0: didn't
1: care for her, didn't care about her anymore, and that's just really sad. It's just really sad. It,
0: it made her go into a depression. That actually uh-huh. really yep. made her age faster than she probably would have. With what they did, mm-hmm. they did, if mm-hmm. they handled this gracefully, if they at least allowed the people to choose whether it was good or not. You know, yeah. they, they didn't yeah. even really let the anybody find the show by word of mouth, and, and you know the way it used to, most shows used to build by word of mouth, and they didn't. Yeah. They, allow didn't, give it. It they no. didn't give it a chance. They didn't give it a
1: chance. They ran and eight episodes, and that was it. The first, the first one did really good in the ratings, and then after that, it, you know, the ratings declined, and they just didn't give it a chance. And they didn't promote it properly, and they didn't treat her with the respect that she deserved. And and um, they didn't put the her thing. at a
0: good time, that which is yeah. vital. They they yeah. put her opposite like I don't know some something like Friends or something.
1: Well, it was you know, Saturday big. night at eight o'clock. I remember it was Saturday night at eight o'clock, and I don't remember what it was up against, but you know they just, they friend. didn't. Yeah, it was not. It a, yeah, something. It was a horrible was time slot.
0: Right yeah. Yeah. And I mean if they put her in a decent Time slot like After something like uh, Like a happy days or something like that That would give it a build up yeah. um, You know really give it a Shot That show would have at probably, least shown you know, the full They probably
1: did it on purpose yeah, I know they, Oh, they, We, we, we promised to
0: do it but yeah. now we see her on film She's too old I mean, and remember, yeah. children yeah. are running the network. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's really. I,
0: I, I. It was maddening. I was. I. I never. I, I, and as. I, he was television to treat someone mm-hmm. like her that way mm-hmm. so disrespectfully. It's. I. I. Oh, I got really mad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I. I was. I was. I felt the same way. I still do not think um, about it. You know,
0: I mean, all the people who owe their career to Lucy. You know, oh, really. Oh my God, think there, were, there,
1: so many. If if it weren't for Lucy, there was there are so many things. There would if it weren't for Lucy, there would be no Star Trek. If there would be no Star Lucy.
0: There would be no Mission Impossible. <laughs> right.
1: There'd be and there's certainly there certainly wouldn't be any Bewitched.
0: No, Because, because Bill, Bill Asher, Asher came
1: from, from I Lucy. Love Lucy. Yep, 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 yep. They
0: I know. We, you know, I, they, and, 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 you and know. not
1: just Lucy, but Desi too. I mean, you know, the the, the 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 he he they. You know, that show created the three camera uh, film technique, and that was Desi. Um, and how Desi to light, the, how, how to the light producer.
0: the set.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, and he was a I mean, genius, he and he was, Desi was never, yeah, Desi was never given the credit that he deserved, nope. he was a genius, I mean, they divide, he and, uh, um, Carl, what was his name, Carl, Carl Freund, or whatever, he divided, uh, played, de- figured out the way to light the set, you know, yeah. so that they, you know, yeah, I mean, just so much came out of that show, and it, to this day the way things are, are are filmed or recorded, not that anybody uses film anymore, you know. Um, they owe a lot. They they owe a lot to uh to I love Lucy and, and Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, you know, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't you know, people now they don't even realize it. They don't realize it.
0: Especially um that's something that I think Lucy Arnaz has been talking a lot about was that her dad Was the forgotten hero of Mm -hmm. I Love Lucy. And Lucy, even after the divorce, she used to call Desi if she was having a problem to ask his advice because he was such a good Dutch producer and businessman. Even after he left, even after he, you know, he he, uh, sold his option and he left the studio, if she was having a problem, the person she trusted. Was still dizzy.
1: Yep. Yep. And he always gave her all the credit too. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's Lucy, Lucy. It's all Lucy. It's not me. It's all Lucy. And, you know, I know. You know. It's, and it's, but yeah. after
0: she died, uh, Lucy gave him all the credit.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Oh well. Lucy always gave him all the credit anyway.
0: Yeah, Lucy always know. gave him all the credit, but she made a big deal about giving him credit after yeah. he passed. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. but, um, but yeah, she was, there was no one like Lucy and Desi. There was nothing like, I love Lucy. I mean, no, and, and,
1: then, and the there patient, never, ever will be again.
0: And I think it was because it was like, uh, Desi said in his book, his autobiography, a book, um, which I love, a book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> He he said that the reason I love Lucy was funny was because it was situations everybody can relate to.
1: That's right.
0: That's why it was funny. It was real. That's right.
1: You can relate to it. You're probably not gonna like be in the you know, the the, the predicaments that Lucy Ricardo gets herself into no, you know but uh, the the situation you can identify with, and plus, it always works out in the end, you know, so.
0: <laughs> Anyone living together, even a, a husband and wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, parent, child, that fight over the window open or closed, any human <laughs> being can relate to. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. That's right.
0: And it, yeah, and it's the
1: simplest thing like that that they made hilarious. Yep. Just opening a, opening and closing a window, you know. Yeah. And you're rolling on the floor laughing, you know. It's like it's so so it was amazing. So they just don't. You just you they just they just they, just, they can't do it like that now, and, and there will never be anything like it. In 70 years, you know, they'll still be watching I Love Lucy.
0: Oh, yeah. And still laughing.
1: And laughing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it for a while, and um, when the pandemic hit, I was watching, I mean, I, 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 I was watching Bewitched, and, and I was watching That Girl, but I wasn't watching much of others, and I started watching I Dream the Jeannie again, and I Love Lucy again, mm-hmm. and... There, there's a couple, not very many. I gotta say, modern sitcoms, I'm not that crazy about. Hot in Cleveland and Miranda are the only two more. They're not totally. I mean, they're later, um, but yeah. uh, but they were funny. Hot in no, Cleveland was true. funny. Hot in Cleveland
1: is one of the rare, the rare, more recent situation comedies that. I did. I did laugh, and a lot of it was Betty White. Oh yeah. There's no question. Betty White made that show, and you know she was only originally supposed to be in the pilot.
0: One episode. And she yep.
1: yeah. She did not want to like do another sitcom, and then she did the pilot, and she fell in love with you know Valerie Bertinelli wow. and all the rest of them, you know, and she's like. Yeah, I'm going to do this, and it, she. I mean that. Yeah, that show was hilarious.
0: And, I love um, that show. You, I love. Have that show. you seen?
1: Have you seen the uh, the bloopers? The Betty White bloopers.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes because I have. Um, oh my god. Paramount streaming, so and they put all the bloopers into yeah. the so front of the. So,
1: so funny! So funny! I know. <laughs> Especially her, the I, one about that, her screen name. I got a, oh my I, God. I, I started Bender my account over. after my Bender was over and in fact that's my screen name, Bender Over. Bender
0: over. <laughs> oh, I got a funny story about that, Mark. My mother was hysterical watching it and <laughs> and I was I I was like um because you don't understand and I go, What? <laughs> I had a boyfriend named Ben Bender.
1: <laughs> oh, that's to funny. bend
0: her over just every time <laughs> she and she would watch it like it was a, every time it would be, just laugh more than anybody else <laughs> because it's just out of her old boyfriend. Oh, that's funny.
1: That's Isn't funny. that funny? Yeah, oh that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. That was one of my favorites of the uh, um, newer crop. Um and uh yeah. those those two Armands stuff those are still go to. And Betty mm-hmm. had such a good time, you could tell, and she was really sad when it ended. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why I never got to meet Betty White and I'm I'm I so I'm so sorry about that, you know, but she... You know, but, and, and it was such a shock when she passed away. It's just like Betty yeah, White. Was, you know, she did just shy of a hundred, and you know, but you thought Betty White was just going to live forever. You know, that yep. it was such a shock. It was such a shock. You know, when she I when had she the passed honor away. of
0: working with her, Mark.
1: You did. Uh
0: huh. On my friend, my friend. Oh, that's.
1: Oh wow, my friend Lauren was um, I don't remember what her um, I don't know if she was a PA or what she was but she worked on Hot in Cleveland and for two or three seasons or, or maybe more I don't know but uh, yeah she 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 worked with her too and she you know she would post videos like when they, they had a little birthday celebration because they filmed at uh, CBS Studio Center in uh, mm-hmm. Studio City and they had a little they had City. a little birthday celebration and Lauren wrote in the in the uh, the golf cart with her, and I mean, she just said she was wonderful. She was just wonderful. She was one of
0: the nicest ladies. Her and
1: That's what I could I go, and those,
0: her and Rue were just two of the nicest women I've ever met.
1: Just I sweet. now that I think about it, I never got to. I didn't meet her, but right after I moved to L.A. in 1985. Um, I had moved there in May of 85, and I think it was in July. Uh, they used to, when Columbia was still on the lot with Warner Brothers and Burbank, and Columbia still technically owned the ranch, and they used to do the Actors and Others uh, for Animals celebrity right animal fairs every year.
0: This yeah, was part of that. And
1: that first, that one that I. I, I, you know, because it's always been my dream ever since I was a little kid to go to the ranch because all of my favorite shows were screen gems and they were all filmed there, bewitched. You know, I dream with Jeannie, the monkeys, all those, Hazel, you know, all those, Flying Nun, Partridge Family. You know, they were all filmed on the ranch for the exteriors. And so it was my dream to always go there, you know. And I remember looking at the uh, calendar section of the LA Times on that Sunday. And I saw that the celebrity, the actress, and other celebrity fair was happening that day. It's like, I'm going, and I went. And the thrill to walk onto that lot, but they had the area where um, they had you could get your picture taken with uh, certain celebrities. And I remember, and this was this was I think, um, just a you know like this was July, and I think The Golden Girls premiered like two months later in September of that year. And, uh, I remember, uh, I know Betty and Rue and I think B. Arthur were there and I saw them, but I didn't, you know, I didn't meet them or anything. But now that I think about that, um, I remember that. So at least I did get to see her, but I never got to talk to her or, you know, actually meet her. Um, but, yeah, I know I heard that she was just wonderful. I know she used to shop at Costco in Burbank. A friend of mine, uh, Jonathan, saw her there one time. And, um, and I know somebody that actually went up to her front door of her house and knocked on the door and asked for an autograph. And she graciously, because there's pictures, she graciously did it. Which I can't believe that that she would have had the nerve to walk up and knock on her front door and ask her for an autograph, and let alone the fact that she didn't say, you know, get away from my door. (laughs) And she and she did it. Yeah, you know, I think that was that was amazing. So yeah, no, I've I've heard that she was such a
0: nice lady. I actually worked for actors and others for animals, and I was there. I was at that. I was at that Warner Brothers. Um, uh, actress and others. Really, uh, so I probably saw
1: you too, and didn't 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 know that you know.
0: Yeah. However, many um, years
1: later, our paths would cross.
0: <laughs> yeah. Of course, I wasn't and, back then. Um, I wasn't
1: doing any of the stuff that I you know have been doing over the recent years. So, you know, who was to know anyway? But yeah, that was a great day. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was working at ne- the another- first time.
0: I was working at the campaign during it. I got to meet Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, wow. I remember there. Well, who it was a big conversation, but the... Cindy... I gave her water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't remember her, but I remember seeing Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams was out walking around, and they, was I've got pictures. You can't really see her because there's a huge crowd of people around her, but Cindy Williams was there, Um And I was remember walking like across like the park and uh, you know who Jeannie Cooper was, Mrs. Chancellor on Young and Restless. She was there and she just walked up and started talking. She was such a nice, oh my God. She was, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm talking to Mrs. Chancellor <laughs> and she came up to us, you know. We didn't approach her, she walked up to us and started talking. It's like she was so nice. But yeah, I'll tell you
0: something.
1: I something. That the was a fun thrill, day. The biggest thrill at the time, the, the the gate was right there on the corner of um Oak Street and Hollywood Way. And they've since moved it up to st- the gate That gate is still there, but it's closed off. But uh and they've since moved it up onto Hollywood Way. But the gate, you walked in there, you went in there, and you walked around the bend. And the biggest thrill of my life was to see the Bewitched house in person. I knew you
0: were going to say that. Time. I was. I
1: was waiting yep. for yep. it. I will <laughs> never. I will never forget that as long as I live. That was that was probably the biggest thrill in my life was to see that house in person. I, I get bumps um, now just thinking about it.
0: I actually worked at Warner Brothers a few times as an actor, and so there, uh, a few years, I, I think, I think it was eighty one or eighty two, something like that. I was at a fan group, and we were going um, to watch. Someone shoot a TV show, and we were walking through, and um, all these people are talking. And I said, "Wait, hold it! That's the Bewitched house!" I pointed it out mm-hmm. to them, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my God!" And all, and I, I'm basically stopped by fans that were around me,
1: yeah. and they all
0: stop, <laughs> stop. Dead, well, and I don't think the, the, the people most, were very happy because they wanted to usher us well, through to the shooting. Yeah,
1: well, you know what? <laughs> so, Too bad.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that facade—that is the most. That is the most famous facade on that lot, um, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people think that that facade was actually built for bewitched, but it wasn't. It mm-hmm. was built. It's actually—it's actually called the Higgins House. And it was built in 1962 for a show called My uh, oh. My, My Our Man Higgins. Uh, it was about a a butler, and uh, but and a lot of people also don't know that is that it is modeled after a real house that still exists in Santa Monica. Yeah. But it's and and that's that house was featured in uh the movie Gidget mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with Sandra D. Yeah. The only thing about that house is that it's it when they built the facade on the ranch, it's mirrored. It's it's backwards. It's built backwards from the real house.
0: Uh, and I the, garage, right. was,
1: the garage the garage was, was an existing garage that actually went with the house next door, which they used, you know, for Hazel, which I guess most people now know that as the leap of weapon house. Um, but uh that, that garage used to belong to the house next door. But then when they, and there was, it was just like an open lot right there where, where the bewitched house is now. And when they built the bewitched facade or the Higgins, the Higgins facade, um, they attached it to that house and then built another garage for the house next door. So it's, uh, it, it's got a real interesting history. If you watch the movie with Lucille Ball, um uh, fuller brush F- fuller brush girl, there's a whole scene. It used to be like a double L-shaped garage and there's a whole scene where Lucy is like running around that garage before the the uh, facade was even there. I know. I it's really, think
0: it's really it's cool. Really cool. Yeah. I love the I love it's the cool. history of it. I forgot oh, yeah. about Gidget. I forgot about the Sally Field Gidget. I watched that
1: show. Um, yeah, but she, yeah, and she lived in that same house that she lived in that same house that, um, that Hazel lived in. In fact, a lot of the the set that they used was uh, basically the same set. They just kind of turned the stairs around and or or the replaced the stairs, but it's the same exact kitchen and the, the whole bit. Um, Columbia was always. Um, uh, known for like recycling their sets. Um, oh yeah. You know, if a show if a show ended, they didn't they didn't tear down a set and get rid of it. They they kept them around. And uh, in fact, the Bewitched after Bewitched ended, they used that set, and which is interesting because Bewitched ended in 1972. They finished filming in December of 71. Um. And in 72, they moved from uh, what's now Sunset Gower in, in Hollywood to the Warner Lot. But they actually dismantled that set, moved it to Bur- to Burbank, and reassembled it in um, another soundstage, which I thought was very interesting because it show- that set showed up in different things – for the next few years and then the, the staircase and the archway um, that they kept using those until the last time I remember seeing it was in 1985 when they did the pilot movie for the new Gidget which they called Gidget's summer reunion with Karen Richmond um, and that was in 1985 and that they used that staircase and the uh, the archway um, and that was the last time I recalled seeing it. But you would see that staircase in things like T.J. Hooker. Um, they used it on Tabitha. Mm-hmm. Remember the uh, Tab the Tabitha yeah. episode where they go to the ski lodge? Mm-hmm. The staircase the staircase in the ski lodge is the Bewitched staircase. And I know Karen Morrow and David Ankrum, And when I told them about that, they they were very excited about that. <laughs> They didn't know. Yeah. But, and the first.
0: They used a staircase in a movie with David Niven and um, I forgot Ted Everett was in it. I can't remember the name of the movie. It was about a a generation gap uh, between adults and kids. It was a movie. Um, He Uh was supposed to be a psychologist who was an expert in teenage psychology, but he didn't understand his own daughters. Um, oh, I, anyway,
1: I, don't know what, I don't know what that is, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it but, showed up in a lot and of things. Um in the
0: house I recognized as from
1: uh-huh. um, um, An interesting fact, when they did, also in 85, when they did I Dream of Genie 15 years later, the first movie that they did, um, they also used it. There's a scene where Jeannie, at the very beginning of the movie, Jeannie is like up, on, up at the top of the staircase. They don't show the whole staircase, but there are, I know somebody, um, well, a friend of mine, she knows somebody who actually worked on the movie, and there were behind this, you know, like Polaroids that were taken of the set, and it's the Bewitched staircase. They don't show it. You don't see it. Uh, in the actual movie, but it was the actual staircase. And Bill Asher directed that, and I wonder if he did that on purpose.
0: He probably did. He probably I bet he it. did.
1: I, I bet he did. And I bet Barbara Eden didn't even realize that, that she was standing on Samantha's staircase.
0: <laughs> she would have thought that was cool, though. <laughs>
1: oh, I think I think she would have. I think she would have.
0: Um, she's another one. I got can... to meet
1: Barbara. I f- I finally oh, go got ahead. to meet Barbara about uh which uh I guess it'd be go- 3 years ago in October right before the pandemic hit. They did a they had a uh Genie uh a Genie Fest in uh, in LA. And uh so I actually got to meet Barbara. She always attends. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. They uh you, they do their Genie Fest which is really really kind of similar they're kind of similar to my fan pairs, but not exactly. But um, Barbara always, Barbara always participates. She always goes and she doesn't ask to be paid or anything. She's just, Barbara is so nice and she's so grateful um, that people love Jeannie, you know, so she yep. always attends. Yep. And I got to, I got to meet her finally after all those years of, you know, trying to, to to get to meet her, and then something would always happen where I wasn't able to to to, to make it happen. And I finally got to meet her, and I I was able to stand and have a, a really nice conversation with her. And Barbara's just she's just wonderful. She's just wonderful.
0: She, she's a nice lady. She's very friendly. I met her at, a, at a, one is. of the though. It was yeah. She and uh, they were all alive: uh, Bill Daly and Larry Hagman. And they were uh-huh. all like in a line. But Barbara was separated because she was a star. Um, yeah.
1: Bill yeah. <laughs> and Bill
0: and Larry were next to each other. The one I had a great, con- I had a really nice conversation with Barbara. But the one I had the longest conversation with was Bill Daley. That man was one of the nicest people I think I've ever met.
1: That's what I've heard. I never had the opportunity to meet him, but I, I you know some of my friends had met him. And uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. He was a, he was a nice guy and uh you know the reason the reason why he got the role on a Dream of Genie was because uh, of his appearance on Bewitched in uh, the first season um uh Vision Vision episode. of Sugar Plums, the Christmas episode yeah. and he had never acted before that. And they saw him on that, and that was what led uh, to his uh, role on Audrey Magini.
0: He was so sweet. And and have,
1: yeah, that's what i heard. I've heard he was such a nice guy, such a nice guy nice. and very thankful, you know.
0: He was just really friendly, and he was yeah. open to talk. I mean, if I wanted to, I could have talked. There was people starting to line up behind me, so I said, i better move over Bill because he asked me to call him Bill. And I said, and I, he goes, yeah, yeah, I see. He goes, it was really lovely to meet you. And he actually said, here, took t- his the picture I had him sign and handed it over to us. Here, sign over here for her.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that's nice. That's I mean, nice because just, you know a lot of them, a lot of them just a lot of them are you know they're not that that way. They're you know they they're there to you know they do those shows, but they're there to. They're, they're doing it for the money you know and and every once in a while you'll come across one that um you know is just genuine genuinely nice and genuinely real and you know happy to meet people and happy to talk to people and um so it uh you know it, it it's really it's really nice it's really nice and it, and it makes you <laughs> feel like they appreciate they appreciate the fact that you're you know their fan
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, we're actually coming to the end. So I wanted to ask, um, do you have, like, is a fanfare, a BeWitch fanfare coming up? And Twitch Talk coming And all the people have been asking me.
1: Yeah. Um, well, uh, we had our last fanfare last year, last September. I can't believe it's been a year already, but we did. Uh, we were in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, this is the third one that we did in Salem, and we had a really great time. And um, so I just last week, Bewitched, uh, on the 17th of September, celebrated uh, the 58th. It was the 58th anniversary of the premiere. Um, and I announced Bewitched Fanfare 2024, which will celebrate the 60th anniversary. Um, it will most... Uh, Well, it will uh, undoubtedly be in Los Angeles, um, but I don't have any details about anything. You know, we still got, we're two years away. Uh, I don't have any details. I don't know where it's going to be held or who's going to be there or what. You know, I've been doing these for 20 years. And, um, you know, the only part, really the only ones from the main cast that are left are Aaron Murphy and Diane Murphy, although Diane doesn't like to, you know, do this, this kind of thing. Maybe we can get her for the 60th, I hope. Um, And then, you know, David and Greg Mandel, who played Adam. Um, And they don't really have a lot of memories because they were so little, you know, so they, they really don't have a lot to contribute, but it's nice to have them there. Um, Mm -hmm. David and I, David and I are pretty good friends and he's a really nice guy, really great guy um so they're they're the only ones that are left from the main cast um and then you know so we have to rely on guest stars and um you know we're we're losing a lot of them too, you know, which is very sad um but uh we'll see you know we'll see how how things go and what happens and who who we'll be able to get to 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 come and and celebrate the sixtieth anniversary, but that will be in september of twenty twenty four um, as far as twitch talk um that was something that I created uh when the lockdown started uh two years ago and I uh, just something i thought it would be something fun you know to do and um which you in it and it it is it's it's really fun uh to get together with uh you know fellow bewitched fans and talk about the episodes and you know, see what everybody feels about them and, um, you know, which ones they like and which ones they don't. Um, I've got a couple of episodes that we that we recorded like a year ago <laughs> that I have not had, you know, since things started opening back up and, you know, I started up my business again and I haven't had a lot of free time to, you know, do the editing and stuff and it it's a lot of work. Um, so there, there are two episodes that are sitting there that we, we haven't, uh, uh, got out there yet, but, uh, hopefully, uh, as soon as I, as I said, I'm moving in the process of moving and, you know, I, that should be done by next week and then hopefully things will settle down a little bit and I'll be able to take some time and maybe work on these things and get those two out there. Um, We'll probably do more, but uh, I don't know that it's going to be in the same format. Uh, We've been doing the Zoom thing and posting on uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook and uh, we do do have um, our website. If anybody is interested in checking out Twitch Talk, it's twitchtalktv.com and all of our, uh, episodes that we have out there uh, now are uh, are up there. Um, but I'm thinking of maybe changing it and maybe doing it as a podcast um, instead mm-hmm. of uh, the video thing. I think, uh, you know, it, it would be easier uh, to, to produce the episodes. Um, I wouldn't have to rely on the video. I wouldn't have to do so much editing. Um, but also I could put it on, you know, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts and hopefully, you know, it, we would get – Uh, you know, get a, get a bigger, get more exposure and and have more subscribers and stuff like that. So um, something I'm, I'm mulling over and, you know, and it's so much fun and I love the show so much. Um, And I know so many people that do, and, 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 and there are a lot of people that just, yeah, Twitch talk. I mean, people like it, you know, we don't have a huge following at this point, um, but uh, you know, everybody seems to enjoy it that that has seen it and so I think it is something that I would like to continue, but I think maybe we'll just try it in a different uh a different venue. I've been listening um to the uh Real Brady Bros podcast with uh, Barry Williams and Chris Knight and they talk about, you know, Brady Bunch episodes and I like the way they do it and so I think maybe we'll we we'll basically keep the same format where we'll have our, you know, panel and uh, talk about how how we feel about the episodes. Go back and rate them, and you know, the, the, basically the same format that we've been doing. But I just think the podcast version would be a little easier uh, to get the episodes out there. So yeah, we're de- I think we'll probably definitely be coming back.
0: Cool. Um, you gave the Twitch Talk uh, website, but. Do you have a website for your other stuff, like the, the fanfare and all the other stuff that you uh, I do with, have, I do have, agency? yeah, I, Bewitch,
1: bewitchfanfare.com is the website. Um, It's kind of, there's not really much, there's... Um, not really much uh, on the website right now. And if you pull up the front page, it will say it's under construction, but there are a few pages there. There's a, there's a a lot of detail on the timeline of this because I I basically uh, had it up there and and running for the, uh, the fanfare that we did in Salem last year. So there's a lot of information on filming in Salem, the timeline and photos and stuff like that. Um, Not a lot else. Um, but, uh, you know, once I get working on, uh, the next fanfare, then there will be information on that. But you can always, the best way, uh, to, you know, get involved in things is to the Bewitched Fanfare group on Facebook. And it is a private group, so you do have to request uh to become a member and uh you you do have to answer there are three uh questions that you have to answer to become a member or you don't get approved if you don't answer the questions you don't get approved um Mm -hmm. so answer the questions and you you can get into the group and i think um i post i mean i do all the everything myself i don't you know a lot of the stuff that you see on facebook i don't really subscribe to other pages and groups um, about Bewitched because a lot of it is just the same old stuff that you see over and over and over again, and they they steal stuff from other people's pages and um, you know it's just a, it just it, I hate to say it but I just feel like it's a lot of garbage and I don't I don't follow them um, I try I do everything that I post I don't allow people to post on you know you can post comments and stuff like that um, but I don't allow people to just randomly post on in my group. Um I do everything myself. I create everything myself. Um and I think um you know I, I think I post a lot of unique stuff that uh you're probably not going to find anywhere else because I do know I do know a lot about the the show. I know a lot about the history. I know um I know a lot about Stuff, (laughs) you know, it's like I (laughs) I, I post post about the history of the facade. You know, I mean, I just a lot of behind behind the stuff things in different episodes. You know, there's I have a lot of knowledge of it just from um, doing research and 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 loving this show and loving Elizabeth Montgomery for the last 60, almost 60 years. You know, ever since I was a little kid, you know, so I think if you if you if you're interested in Bewitched and you want to find out some interesting stuff then the best way is to go to the Bewitched Fanfare group um, on Facebook and um, hopefully you will be pleased.
0: Great. Um, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day and your packing and all that stuff to come on my show. I really appreciate it. Oh, well,
1: thank you for having me, Sherry. Again, it's been, you know, I think the last time we talked was when we were getting ready for the 50th, uh, anniversary fanfare back in 2014, and so it was nice to catch up with you and and nice to talk to you and nice to catch up with you again. And um, hopefully we we will do this again soon. I know that you've had some of my friends on. I know you recently talked out of Michael James, and um, and he's one of my co-hosts on Twitch Talk. And I don't I don't I, I I'll be honest with you, I haven't listened to it <laughs> because I've been so busy. But I don't know if you mentioned Twitch Talk at all, but um did. and I know that you've talked to I know that you've talked to Chris York several times and um mm-hmm. those I have heard and uh yeah so it's it's just, it's been great and I, I really had a good time talking to you. I've had a good time chatting with Sherry, let me put it that way. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, cool. uh,
0: and thank thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry.
1: All right, thank you.